Support for NoCo FM comes from our listeners on Patreon and from Open Stage Theater and Company, presenting Men on Boats by Jacqueline Backhouse, directed by Denise Burson Freestone, playing January 18th to February 15th, 2020 at the Lincoln Center Magnolia Theater in Fort Collins. Tickets and more information available at OpenStage.com. Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NoCo FM. Fellow humans, welcome to another edition of Corbin versus the World. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, and this is our sixth week of the 2020 experience. But more importantly, and I'm going to announce this in the most official way possible, more importantly, this is episode 69! And that is exactly how I announce 69 when I call it in bingo. Did you know that I call bingo for a living? That is what I do. You get one true personal fact about me every 69 episodes. That is a free feature that we offer on Corbin versus the world. I also say welcome to the sixth week of 2020 because we have moved our show's chronological real estate. We are no longer welcoming you lovingly into the weekend. I am now flavor blasting you into the week. We are now a Monday show, baby. Bye bye Fridays. We are now Monday crew represent. We decided to make the move to Monday for a myriad of reasons. Number one, I know that everyone's very busy on a Friday night. I know that that's family game night for a lot of people, and I want to make sure that I'm not distracting you all from your family game nights. I know that Monday is generally family game night free, so I know that you have that time open to listen to the show. Also, I've decided to simply embrace the chaos that is 2020 by changing things around and riding the wave that this year is yielding for ourselves. I'm also going to warn all of you before the episode proceeds that this is going to be a little bit of a political episode, mainly because this is going to be airing at the same time as the Iowa caucuses, which we'll be getting into just a little bit later. So I do apologize about that. If I had it my way, I would talk about the Super Bowl, but the Super Bowl insists on being on Sunday and I am recording this on Saturday and logistically it doesn't make sense. I was thinking about kind of hedging my bets and recording two separate introductions, one in which the Kansas City chefs were able to take the victory, the other in which the San Francisco 49ers led by handsome Jimmy Garoppolo were able to take the victory. So that way my bases would be covered. But then I realized that I would probably have to keep recording other intros based on other scenarios, like if there was a tie or if Bane showed up and had swallowed up the entire stadium into a sinkhole or if there was a mass lightning strike, alien invasion, a lot of factors, coronavirus, Godzilla, etc., etc., that I needed to consider. And it's my journalistic responsibility to not rule these things out. And so I'm just going to say I am very happy for the winners of the Super Bowl. The Kansas City Chiefs. 
and I hope they have a very good time at their celebratory dinner at Waffle House. And now, friendos, it's time for us to hear our first round of tunage for the evening. Your first track comes to you from the band Braids. This is a new track from them. It's called Young Buck.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World. You just got done hearing Young Buck by the band Braids, followed up by Muzo. I say a lot of Z's because there's three Z's in Muzo. That's their song North. And finally, we have a band called The Men and their song Children All Over the World. I don't think it's fair that The Men is made up of male band members, but also the band Women is also made up of men. And also the band Girls is just one guy. I feel like that's not fair. I feel like that's not gender equality. Anyway, that's just a miniature rant, which can be found on my SoundCloud. Anyway, we just got done talking about the Super Bowl, but the real epic throwdown contest of the week is what's bearing down on us as we speak. Literally, the results of the Iowa caucuses should be coming in. Around the time that this episode airs, the Iowa throwdown of the century is finally happening in which we get to see which Democratic candidate appeals the most to boring white people. And I say this as a native raised Iowan, so understand that this is friendly fire on my part. During this time, I feel like I have gone into my own political leanings enough on this show uh, that you all generally know how I feel. Quick spark notes. I don't care who wins. I just hope that no one has enough shit on them by the end of all of this that they're able to take on giant Bowser, Donald Trump boss in the election. That's that's the spark notes. That said, I, I do understand that a lot of us are, are still very ignorant of of our political process because we all learned about the primary and caucus processes back in civics class. I think over like two lessons, but then we drank those away when we were in college and we don't remember those anymore. So I thought I would just take this time to kind of remind everyone how this works, Uh, especially because I have no doubt I'm going to put on my little, you know, prediction hat real fast. And I'm going to say that no matter what happens in the Iowa primary, people are going to be really pissed. That's my song for you. And also a prediction. I thought before the inevitable controversy, I would go into how the caucus process kind of works in Iowa and beyond. So understand that states either have primaries or they have caucuses. Primaries function basically, you know, like miniature elections. You show up in groups, you vote on your candidate, you show up, you don't tell anyone that you know, etc. You're done. Fine. Caucuses are a little bit different. They're a little bit more schoolyard rules, I guess we could say, at least as far as the uh, Democrat process is. The Republican caucus process is, I'm I'm just going to explain this to you because it's very straightforward. The Republican caucus goers show up to their caucus locations underground and they give their reptilian passwords to their overlords. They show up and they vote on a secret ballot that they don't tell anyone about. And then the votes are counted and then delegates are rewarded to the candidate proportionally. Sensible. Yes. Okay. cool. Glad we agree. Republican Party does at least one thing right. Democratic process is just a little bit different. So with the Iowa caucuses, what's going to happen is that a bunch of different groups of people are going to show up at various gathering places in Iowa where lots of people show up. So schools, churches, Arby's, Foot Locker, etc. are going to have mass gatherings of people. And then these people are going to divide up into groups. They're going to divide up into groups in different quadrants of the room based on the support of that candidate. Then during that time, any candidate 
who is representing less than 15% of that population. So for example, if a thousand people show up for a caucus and you get less than 150 people, your candidate is eliminated from that standing. And during that time, your group is dissolved and then an effigy of that candidate is burned in straw wicker man style. And then one member of that person's delegates is sacrificed in a ritual manner while they put on robes and moose antlers and they chant moose, moose, blood, blood, moose, moose, blood, blood. And it's a cool pagan ceremony left over from the 18th century. It's an Iowan thing. Please don't judge us for it. Anyway, moving on. After that happens, those delegates kind of disperse. And then all of those lesser delegates are now wined and dined and entertained by PowerPoint presentations and seduction techniques and one-on-one trial by combat by all the other representatives who are now trying to convince them to join their party. So it's basically like a big representative game of Red Rover, if that makes sense. Basically, what I'm saying is that I would love to be a fly on the wall for these kinds of things. And if that sounds interesting to you, just understand that Colorado also has caucuses. So if you want to throw down in your native state, please find out. You can resurrect all of your old skills from debate class. Anyway, this has been my civics lesson. This is Creeper and their song, Annabelle.
you, undress you, and this unhappy ending. The underworld kids of the choir will sing.
It's a hard kind of life when you can't even open your eyes. A million people's faces.
Welcome back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing Creeper and their song Annabelle. Next, we had Kiwi Jr. and their song Murder in the Cathedral off Football Money. I like both of those things. And finally, we had Black Lips and their song Hooker John from their also new album, Sing in a World That's Falling Apart, which is so very good and way better than it has any right to be. No diss on Black Lips. But... I was not expecting such a very good album out of them, so definitely check out that album. It is so very good. Now, for this next bit, I was very challenged because I wasn't sure how to exactly talk about all of the things that have taken place even in the past week. I feel like subconsciously I intentionally put a lot of music in today's show to keep the talking to a minimum because if I talk about everything that has taken place already this month, I may have a mental breakdown. It's been a very eventful month. I feel like if literally nothing else happened for the next 11 months, this would still be a more eventful year than the last two years put together. And I feel like that's not too hot of a take. You know, even keep in mind, we still have a presidential election yet to happen this year. And and my heart and my soul aches just to think about all the rises and falls that we're going to have this year. And it's going to make for a great version of We Didn't Start the Fire when it's all said and done. But on that note, I am going to try and fast track all of the fun things that took place this past week for your listening pleasure. First of all, Brexit finally happened. I think, maybe, I'm not sure. It's so weird. I still don't understand how England works. You know how I feel about them. Listen to a couple episodes ago. You know how I feel about that. I'm honestly happy it's finally happened. It's taken three years. I feel like Brexit is like the friend that has talked about going vegan for three years and you don't agree with the decision, but God damn it, you just want them to make it so they will move on and stop being difficult at the God damn restaurant Karen. I'm sorry. What was I talking about? Moving right along. The Republicans stonewalled the impeachment process this past week. And if you are surprised about that, then I do not know what to tell you other than the fact that you definitely bought into the media intrigue about it. There was no way that the Republicans were actually going to string along the impeachment trial. Be serious. Now we have a whole mud throwing bullshit election cycle ahead of us. Hooray! I can't wait. Moving right along. Elon Musk has dropped a new EDM song that I listened to once and then immediately filed away in repressed memories. I believe it will be the second most horrifying thing that he will give birth to this year. abba And I feel like that just about sums up all of the major bullet points. Our next song is going to be the only one that I chose actually based on our episode number. This is a song by the Magnetic Fields off their amazing album, 69 Love Songs. It's my favorite album with 69 in the album title. I don't know if there's strong competition with that necessarily, but... They are definitely the winners of that regardless. And this is my favorite song off of that album. This is their song, Papa Was a Rodeo.
Dazzle you away 
tale it would be But naturally somewhere left here Blowing my mind again As he said Did you know Judy's back in town? I guess I didn't hear about that How long has she been here? I haven't seen her
back to Corbin versus the world. You just got done hearing Papa Was a Rodeo off of the Magnetic Fields' wonderful 69 Love Songs album. Next, we had Andy Schauf and his new song, Where Are You, Judy, off of his album, The Neon Skyline. And finally, we have Deep Down by Morricone Youth. And now, friendos, it is that time that we treasure and feel so bittersweet at the same time about this is the closing of our episode in which I get to tell you all about the fabulous things in the Corbin versus the world sphere be sure to follow my Instagram at Corbin versus the world and also our station at NOCO FM also follow me at Twitter at Corbin D Alba be sure to follow the Corbin versus the world blog at you guessed it Corbin versus the world dot com crazy right i know and finally if you want to help out the show and also get your own special touch you can donate to our patreon two dollars a month allows you to dedicate a song any song on this show with my love and affection and i promise i won't make fun of you too much Anyway, friendos, I want to get a little freaky and weird with it on these last few tracks, so I've got some fun instrumental rocks by Black Bananas, Japanese Television, and Aiming for Enrique. This is Black Bananas' song, Rad Times. My name is Corbin David Alba. I hope you have some rad times this week. Don't get caught up in the maelstrom of 2020, and I appreciate you. See you next week.
This has been a production of NOCO FM.